Extra Points is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It has great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. Why, you ask? Because it's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You get your winnings fast now. Winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours. And by the way, it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game and make a same-game parlay. Discover the most popular same-game parlays each day right when you log in. And if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code ExtraPoints so they know I sent you. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Yes, it's draft day, fellas and ladies, spaghetti and meatballs over there, fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess and joining me as always, my dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss. Check this is, I have to say, I thought about it this morning and I've now done um, pre-draft talk with you for months and I, I'm still not sure who you want to select as, as your Steelers. I mean, I think you'd be okay with Willis. You'd be maybe a little more okay with Pickett and I think you'd be over the moon if he, they passed on both. Is that correct assessment? Uh, over the moon on them passing on both. No to that. I just want, you know, listen, first things first, um, you know, I'm a high motor guy. Sure. You know, um, I've got about my business the right way each and every day, gotten better. Um, and whoever, uh, whoever <laughs> takes me is going to get the best player in the draft. So, uh, so good way to go about it. Yeah. Um, but about yeah, I, I, I will it. In the first I, round. That's what I want to know. Who? I want to go in the about I, slipping in the first round. How do you feel about that? I mean, nine guys would ahead of you. Well, that's that's only going to light a fire underneath me and put a chip on my shoulder. I'm going to work each and every oh, day to prove all. those Look people wrong. <laughs> I'm going to what my official prediction is this, as yeah. if anybody cares. Everybody else has their predictions out mm-hmm. there, so I may as well float mine. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers will try to get Malik Willis. I think they'd be fine with Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. I think they like him. That would be the most fun story for Pittsburghers. That's why I wore a Pitt Panther oh, shirt that. today. Hail to Pitt. Be super fun. Make things right on some uh, generational level. They didn't take Danny Marino in 83. Not that Kenny Pickett is going to be Dan Marino, but I think they covet Malik Willis. Then again, David Carr, our pal last week, told us that they like Matt Corral, too. All right. Mike well, Sullivan, the, the QB coach, did. The, I think they're definitely going to take a quarterback. The, the odds suggest that they will take Willis, plus 125, if you go to com slash extra points. The odds suggest Pickett will go to the Saints at plus 200. I think I got that at plus 350 last week. But, uh, yeah, very exciting. Really toss-up at almost every position and almost everything except number one pick now, Trayvon Walker, uh, edged – for Georgia, still projected to go number one, minus 450 a week ago. You could have got him at plus 140, hmm. Martin. I, I feels like I've heard a different player for Georgia. Obviously, Trayvon Walker has been among the top, but uh, different players from Georgia over this, from their uh, end of college football to now, everybody seems to be like, I can't figure out which guy. Like, is it N'Kobe Dean or is it uh, the, was it Quay, the other linebacker? Is it? So I'm just, this. it's fascinating to me that you can see. Like Aiden Hutchinson was supposed to be like a Heisman winner. He's supposed to be the number one overall pick for like at the end of the year. And now as 
Like, they haven't played any more games. It was actually Thibodeau That's during the was regular like, yeah, season. Thibodeau. And then it, Hutchinson towards the end of the what would be the regular season. Now, But yeah, now they've the played no week. more games, and the odds-on favorite has flipped significantly. Yeah, it's like, stupid. They haven't played any football since then. Like, well, you know, <laughs> depending on how far you want to go back, one year ago, the odds-on favorite to be the number one overall pick was Spencer Rattler. Yeah. He didn't even make it through a season as a starter at the college level. He had to transfer. And the guy behind him was Sam Howell of UNC, who's, yeah. who is now tracking to not make it into the first round. But with uh, with this pick Jacksonville's about to make, it it, it sounds like they're going to make it number one. I, I mean, they do not have the currency to go with a with a workout warrior like this i mm. think you gotta go a little chalkier than this if if, if you're the jacksonville jaguars to satiate the the you know peterson versus balky and i guess that's mm. the intrigue of which guy they respectively want there but man you're you're gonna roll the dice on a guy that on a georgia defensive front that was so dominant somebody is a liability there somebody is not as good as as his peers and i refer you to was it two years ago or three years ago where the where the raiders took cleveland farrell third overall he's been exposed since as the guy oh yeah he was the weak link there dexter lawrence is good who's now that's because his fifth year option that's because that was a raider pick yeah, no matter who you got there. <laughs> well, that's my point about Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah. The Jags much more credible yeah. with their choosing, right? This is going to be right out of the gate. This draft feels weird if yeah. that's the way they go. It does kind of. Well, I don't say I can't say it sucks. They had the number one pick last year too, and apparently Trevor Lawrence was a generational guy. But mm-hmm. I don't really feel like I hate people that say there's no players in this draft. But I can't feel like if I got the number one overall pick, I feel like I'm picking somebody who's going to change the course of my franchise. Yeah. For the next, you know, five I was trying to think years. that if like someone dropped to the Cowboys, how would excited I would be? And I, I like there, there's not really anyone there at this point, right? Like maybe yeah. one of the receivers, one of the Ohio State receivers or something. But either way, it's uh, like, but all right, yeah, somebody will is. eventually, yeah. right? Like somebody in this draft is going to be a franchise player. Like that, it has to happen. It happens in every draft. Well, look cool. I mean, it's ludicrous to suggest that there wouldn't. Be a guy. I mean, they're going to be several guys. They're well, always they're always going to be do, Hall of Famers that fall out of a summer, draft class. All, all you hear all all uh, all off season is just how you know this is a there's only three guys in this draft, or this is a really talent uh, talent deficient draft, unless there's like five quarterbacks at the top. Yeah. Well, I uh, you know I don't want to be one of those guys, but I've yet to release my mock draft until oh. today. Yeah, I did 14 versions at home. I'm on uh, Cousin Sal 1.15, and I'm ready to release it. And not even on paper. I'm not putting out there. I'm just going to read the names in order uh, real quick. So bear with me. I know this isn't... Everybody get your pens out. Get your pens out, because this is the only time you'll hear it. Like I said, I'm not going to email it. I'm not going to put it in a graphic. So these are 1 through 32, the picks. Um, <laughs> Walker, Johnson, Wilson, Jones, Miller, Williams, Howell, Anderson, Young, Wilson, Jones, uh, Williams, Thomas, Taylor, Johnson, Miller, Williams, uh, Kestenbaum, Sherman, Pickett. I think that's 32. I I can't believe you went Thomas over Taylor. Yeah, I had to. I mean, it's so funny you talking about going on a limb because I was up all night trying to go back. I'm like, oh, people are saying Thomas, Taylor Thomas, but and yeah, then, I mean Miller's are... completely underrated. Yeah, dude. I mean, right. You know, outside of that, I, lo- I love it. So I love the draft. Thank you. Yeah. Kind of nailed it. You know? I, if I don't get 18 out of 32, <laughs> something's wrong there. Um, let's go favorite draft prop. I mean, that's everything is ludicrous. Everything. By the way, we've had. I don't want to mention any names because they may come on next week, but we've had prominent NFL pundits and ex-players who like, I'll come on next week. I don't want to come on this week. I don't want to sound like an idiot. It's like, yeah, you're right. 
<laughs> that's the way to play this, right? Because, yeah, you could say this guy is absolutely it's got to be Pickett or absolutely it's got to be Willis. And then they Willis drops out of the first. I've, I've seen mock drafts where Willis goes to the Steelers at 52, right? So nobody wants to look stupid. I don't want to look stupid, but I would recommend maybe take some pluses for if yes. you're betting these, right? Because you don't want to. Sure, you could go under three and a half quarterbacks taken at minus 250 or whatever it is right now. But. We know teams tend to be aggressive in the quarterback market. We know like six teams are probably going to take quarterbacks. Whether they take them in the first round is a different story. So take pluses. Is that a good? Is that good advice? I think, or even money picks. I think I, you're right. I think yeah. you're right about that. Some interesting props that I don't see on the board here. I bet you one one cardinal rule or Jets rule, uh, as it uh, as it may be, is when Daniel Jeremiah talks about the Jets. Listen to what he's saying. Yeah. He's saying the Jets are gonna are gonna make the move for Debo Samuel. I think you can interesting. I think I that think would that's be a, great. I think that's a smart bet. There's to, I've to seen that. odds on Debo getting traded today, on Baker getting traded, which I know you like. Carolina eventually uh, ending it with him. I just um, don't think who's I, I again the trade part of it. I think they they're playing this weird game. Right, right, the oh, I understand why the Browns are playing the game, but they've made their bet. I think everybody's saying. You got to release him, man. We ain't paying him no $20 million. But if the Panthers don't take a quarterback in the first round, then that should signify to you that they're going to go get Baker That's what they're thinking. All right. So I think Panthers, same division. Let's stick with it. There is on Fandle a prop. Saints to get Willis or Pickett. I really like this at minus 115. Um, I actually like Pickett going to the Saints. I think it was plus two. What did I say? Oh, plus 200. But. To get either Willis or Pickett, they draft 16th, they draft 19th, they draft 49th. They could trade some kind of combination of a trade there, get their guy, either Willis or Pickett, to the Saints, minus 115. Check, what do you like for a prop? I my, my number one favorite one on there with a specific guy is Derek Stingley going mm. at number three. You can get that at plus 175, so it's, it's uh, worth that juice, I think, to do it. He is considered to be the mythical, to Marty Weiss's point there, like, who's the guy? Who's the stud? Everybody, all everything you've heard for a year at least is, this is the guy, if 100% healthy, this is the guy who is the number one prospect mm-hmm. who's going to be the biggest star if things break right in his career. Um, so Texans right now, Texans three. at three. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, listen, they're a long way away, but they have another pick in the in the first round at 13, I think is where they slot second. Yep. Um, but um, there's also a chance they would trade back. And I think that would, in fact, improve the chances of Stingley going. If somebody's going to trade into three to get this, you know, best cover corner since Jalen Ramsey type of guy, I think so some, Stingley, it makes sense. Somebody could he's trade the big mover that. because last week his over-under was 12-and-a-half. Now it's 7-and-a-half, and you have him and some others have him in the top four and over Sauce Gardner at that cornerback position, which you can still get a plus number if you go bet them head-to-head. Uh, Stingley over Gardner. I'll, I'll look up that number in a second. Uh, Martin, what do you like for your prop? First of all, I like the name Sauce Gardner. Great. That is an elite name. Awesome. Um my prop, Dave Burkett follows the Detroit or follows the Detroit Lions for beat writer, writes for the Detroit Free Press. Tweeted this out a couple of days ago, and I've been seeing it get a little bit of traction. Jermaine Johnson plus sixteen hundred to go second. Whoa! To the to Detroit Lions. Wow! Now a couple of things got to break. Shrek shaking his head. And, and a couple of things got hold, hold hold on a damn minute. Yeah. Jeez. Say what you want to say. I don't care. I'm allowed to shake my head. I know. I'm not even tisk tisking you. I'm tisk tisking the name you just invoked. Yeah. But go ahead. Well, I'm just 
can I just can I get my point out? I don't think first? so. I guess not. I didn't say anything until you <laughs> stopped. I was shaking Dave, my I'm head. Not I didn't blind. make a I can see you. I can see you expressing your disapproval. As soon as I opened my mouth, babyface, did you see it? I think we all saw. I it. witnessed the head shake. Yes. Right, so, <laughs> what are you, Martin, Garrett you like? Cole? Right, this is I, I, I can throw mouth. you off your point by by shaking my head now. Yes. You can't be so brittle. I, no, because what's going to happen? I look at you and I, what? What's your problem now? You know, <laughs> Sal asked me, what's your problem? What's the problem? Okay, anyway. say what you have Jesus to say. Lord, ahead, Lions are like it's, the Jags. Well, who are they to make the? the that's go not off what chalk. I was going to say. Go I was going to say if the Jaguars take Hutchinson, right. Instead of Trayvon Walker, I know the mm-hmm. odds of not uh, moving in that way, but if they do, right. then Jermaine Johnson, I think, will be the second pick in the draft. I think he's probably the second hmm. best defensive end if, on the Lions board. Interesting. Okay. Wow. And at that's 1,600, of- you know, plus 1,600, I mean, that's the. That'll like, kill me. In the boy. words That'll of Damashek, yeah. it's a fun bet. It is fun. 16 to 1. So he would have to jump Thibodeau. Oh, man, I have Thibodeau tied to top five. Uh, which is a lot. Uh, I have a lot on that, so I hope uh, I hope you're wrong because that throws everything out of whack. Although maybe that would be a nice little hedge for me. Uh, Jermaine Johnson going third. All right, why were you shaking your head, Shaq? Now we need to know. Because, again, as I just said, listen, you, you uh, in terms of credibility, you're the Lions just like the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. You First of all, if Aiden Hutchinson is there, you you better take him. You're in, mm-hmm. the, in the state of Michigan, after all. This is the guy who propelled the Wolverines mm-hmm. to relevance for the first time in forever. Do the right thing from a PR standpoint. By the way, do the right thing for yourself. No one's going to take you to task three years from now if that guy it made all the sense in the world. It's the same right. thing as the the Jags did the right thing a year ago by tra- taking Trevor Lawrence. Don't overthink this. Now, if Trevor Lawrence doesn't work out, no one's going to say, boy, you really screwed that pick up. Everybody was on board with that. Don't roll the dice if you're the Lions and Jaguars. You're just uh, you're just accelerating your well, but that's your uh, that goes against your Trayvon Walker thing because like oh man like yeah no one's gonna get fired for taking Georgia's best edge rusher. You're right, probably one or three or four of those guys don't pan out. But it's kind of like I don't know. I hate to say this, but everyone signs up at the upfronts for these stupid shows that pull minimal ratings every every the advertisers still write checks. I hear you. Because it's TV. I don't know. It's it's the medium. Georgia is the team. Alabama, the team. You're not going to go wrong. You could go wrong, but you're not going to get fired taking one of these guys. What out. you do what, what you should do is and this yeah. is this goes back to my youth when you used to hear about this, the savvy drafting teams, but it mm-hmm. remains largely true, even in the quarterback league. And you can accept quarterbacks mm-hmm. if there's a you know a generational guy like Trevor Lawrence or whatever. Best player available. Just mm-hmm. do that. Take the best player available. We know it's Derek Stingley. Take Derek you know, Stingley. I, I don't get it. You're coming from this this position of fandom of a, from a Steelers fan, though. You're never really coming from this place where most Lions fans and Jaguars fans and some are coming from picking in, like, the top five, right? right? Like, like best player available is how you end up drafting three wide receivers in a, in, in, in a decade in the first round. That's how, you, like, best player available. That's what Matt Millen did? He took best player available. No, no, no. He was reaching for a position specifically. That's the opposite of best player available. That's when you get yourself in trouble. How That's how you become available. the Lions and Jaguars. We can't even agree on an NBA MVP. How do, how do you know best player available? It's best player available as it occurs to your needs, right? I mean, that's that's how you have to do. Uh, Not right. two years from now. And by the way, here one other thing to, 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 to point out again mm. is this idea. Wow. 
and I heard Daniel Jeremiah say it on Against mm-hmm. All Odds a couple of weeks ago with you fellas, is, um, well, you don't want to have Desmond Ritter and then look in 2023 and say, boy, well, we already drafted Ritter in the first last year, so now mm-hmm. we these other guys are off the board for us. No, they're not. If Cliff Kingsbury has done anything to advance pro football, he has proven. He mm-hmm. took used the 10th overall pick on Josh Rosen, turned back around. Well, he didn't, but they did. Turned back around to Kyler Murray. Has, mm-hmm. that, has that scuttled the franchise? Martin's shaking his head, though. <laughs> Oh, no, he's not. Well, just, You're allowed to do it if I the guy plays that, whatever. Martin. You move on. Okay. All right, speaking of moving on, let's move on to a little lighter because we really don't know what the hell's going on. We made our picks. Uh, but as far as draft etiquette goes, Shaq, hmm. I heard you talk about it on Minus 3. I heard uh, Megan Connolly talking about it and Megan Fun of Sports. There's a lot to go over with it. These are more important than the picks themselves, how the players should act, how the owners should act, how the fans should act. Now, you throw the curveball in that it's in Vegas. My God. The idea of now, what what is the average? I know the number one pick gets uh, trillions of dollars, but the average first rounder, I think, gets six hundred and ten thousand dollars or something for the first year. I think like the last pick in the third, yeah, like four years, two point five. That's usually what they they get in there. I could see a Sauce Gardner going and blowing it all at the roulette table, right? Like, what's what's the appro- <laughs> let's start with this? What's the appropriate amount of? You think money? they give him like a briefcase with yes, the money I think in you it? Do. I think you do, but you get a per- what? What? Congratulations, you made it to the pros. What percentage of your signing bonus should you spend on the after party, Martin? Hmm. I'm going to start with you. Seventy five, not more, not more than seventy five. My signing bonus. Depending if I'm if I'm a second half of the first round okay. pick, that's kind of what I'm targeting here. Right, yeah, like not the big name. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go with seven percent. Seven percent. Okay, so like a forty thousand uh, dollar little shindig. Well, I mean, because look, you only get drafted once. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. you only get that money once. Sometimes it depends. But all right, all right, seven percent check. What do you think? Well, I don't want to be a curmudgeon, but I think you should be. In fact, I'm trying to not be. I, you know me. I'm, I'm more sentimental, perhaps, than, mm-hmm. than you fellas are. What I'm doing with that money on draft night is I'm bringing in my favorite boyhood food into the house because that's where I'm watching it, where I grew oh, up. I'm not house. watching it in Vegas. Okay. First of all, and I don't just say that out of sentimentality. You want to talk about shaking your head. I'm, I'm doing it head. out of vanity. I don't want to be sitting there like Aaron Rodgers or, uh, or Brady Quinn or otherwise, like, I'm the last one sitting here. Everybody else got drafted. No, that's yeah. out of that's a position yeah. of fear because you think you yeah, won't be right. a top pick. I don't no, want to be also, vanity. But, but I don't want to be the doofus sitting there and, and I'm sorry I brought you out here. My entire family, sorry, right. well, sorry, Mo Damashek. I'm a, a a failure. But so, but there are, <laughs> but a lot that. of them have the cameras in their house, right? Okay, so you could still go through that drop, drop. What am I doing now? I have like 15 people around me, like <laughs> and and not only that, now yeah. your your cousin who's right sitting right behind you is uh, getting made fun of on social media because he ate an Oreo in a funny way. Oh, the cousins are the worst. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Like, All so the little or, shit. Or, yeah. or Mike Vrabel's son and maybe he's taking yeah. a shit, maybe he's sitting right. on a stool. Like, All right, so I want to talk about this. What should you, if you are at home, what should your house look like? Do you want to impress? Would you want to, do you want to show that you're a hoarder? I think that would be a funny I way to go. First of all, <laughs> I think there's shit everywhere. If you're mocked to go top 20 yeah. and you don't go, yeah. you got to go. You got to go and shake the hand and do the whole thing. Well, you got to go where? To the drive. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. I feel like you gotta go. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you're if you're if you're slated to be a top twenty pick, I can understand mm-hmm. if you may fall to the second day, because now the second day is the second day. It's right. not just the second round. Like if, but if I mean that's the thing. That's you don't get picked the first <laughs> day. You're the supposed worst. to get picked the first night. You don't. 
you go on a bender in Vegas, and then you like the first pick the second day, and you're you look worse for wear. I, I feel like that was the worst thing it did was put the first and second days. The first two days, the first, I agree. First day should be mean? the first two rounds. Oh, rather. two rounds. No, right. I love it. I love it. Do you but really? Yeah, like it goes fast first round. I'm, I'm into the first round more. Everyone's into the first round more. Makes sense. I guess so. I I mean I I feel like what should your house look like is uh, is a yeah. fun. I mean. The, the thing is, I've been at up. those drafts and mm-hmm. watched – was it Connor Williams, I'm trying to think? He had his whole family sit, sitting around the mm-hmm. table, and he was the one guy who didn't get drafted. And mm-hmm. it, I really was heartbroken for the fam. I mean, yeah. I'm like, hey, good news is, spoiler alert, you're mm-hmm. going to get drafted tomorrow, and you're still going to be a millionaire. But right. it's it's very sad to look at, and it's also the mm-hmm. – to me, it's very difficult to be cynical about the moment when you watch because yeah. they all know it's coming. The family's all there. They all understand it intellectually, but it but it hits different in the moment when they're like they do that and they're on the phone and the mom starts crying well, yeah. and everything. Yeah. And it's like we did it. You know, we we, mm-hmm. we got through the finish line. No matter what, from this point forward, you know, this family is now and now has generational way, wealth and it's awesome to can, watch. Can I, I but I wouldn't want to be on the bad side of that. I know the, there. the programming's all set up and everything. And when they did this a couple of years ago, ABC had it, but ESPN had the alternate or something, right? So Oh my God! ABC lean heavy on the tragic, the tragic story of every single <laughs> player right. drafted. Every if if you're if he had a friend that was shot at at a at a at a Carvel or something, it was it was reported and the music. I'm like, please, please. I know I'm not. I don't want to be disrespectful of everyone's past, but can we cut back on that just but a little bit? Ten percent. I was thinking about that because I saw all the yeah. blowback on Twitter. It was last year, especially. It was last but year. Yeah. What at your life? What had you accomplished really by 21 years old? Like that you could like run down a list or yeah, people right. could talk talk about not a lot you. Of positive. Yeah. There's there's oh there's yeah. not even a lot of things. Mostly things that most whenever these tragic things, uh, mm-hmm. it's not like they did it. You know what I'm saying? It was always something else that happened around them, right? Yeah, you know what right. I'm saying? It's like, but you're 21, 22, 23 years old at the oldest, probably, right? Coming into this draft at the youngest, probably ninth. I mean, I can't imagine. Yeah, you didn't set up a school for the orphans in Nigeria. Right. Like, what 16. else are they supposed to say? Right. Like, I don't, like, I just the I know. main character. Uh, these these are the. I don't. It, it is really interesting that um, the networks uh, at large have decided that we as sports fans need to hear these are to, to position these guys as the main characters in this human drama slash tragedy. Yeah. Like I'm, I don't need especially in that moment. Like mm-hmm. you say, it's it's very strange to me. But I guess well, I don't is, have it, my is it just on the, the idea? Like well, like uh, we have to make all movies that are sad. So uh, we have to make everything's got to be sad. Listen, every single thing. Like uh, yesterday, when I, was, uh, yeah. right. when I was listening to the Megan's thing, and I went and I went to go get the Trayvon Diggs video. It, right there on top. Uh, dad shot. Was yeah. like, well, you know, his brother plays in the league too. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like there's more things right. that we can say about Trayvon Diggs. Right. Who was sitting on his couch in just a white room area. Mm-hmm. Not great. I think the best What do you the, mean a white room? Like like, like, like a room with white walls. Republican? Oh, okay. No, oh, okay. No, yeah, I, yeah. I don't think Trayvon Diggs was uh <laughs> I at the RNC. Right, right. <laughs> Matt Gates tan in his balls. Uh no. Megan I think Megan Connolly had the best the best rule that's universal. And it's not you don't have to be. It's not the number one pick. You it, it's universal for all players who plan to be drafted. Mm-hmm. Sit next to mom and dad or granddad yeah. or uncle or whoever sure. got you there. Leave girlfriend in the back. The most the most egregious is Russell Wilson because now who he's married. Mm-hmm. You know he's got Sierra now. Mm-hmm. However, 
Every day. I mean, every year on this day, That's you're going to see famous. the picture. Top three. The Favre one's the most famous. That's top three, though, right? Russ and the, the girlfriend. I yeah. think Russ and the girlfriend might have surpassed Favre at this oh, point. I, right? I mean, I think C.D. Lambs is pretty good. Oh, I'd say C.D. Lambs is the third. Hand. That's a video. C.D. Yeah. Lambs yeah. is the third. That's yeah. the third. That's the third one of like. But he right there. There she is. <laughs> there she is. Look at it. It's part of her face. She's so excited. Look at her face. She's like, oh, my God. Right. We made it. Right. Little does she know, somebody uh, in Atlanta right now is singing my goodies about to take her man, <laughs> Russell Wilson, and, and Sierra well, will be moving. Denver, but you have to. Later, if you're a girlfriend, you have to overdo it, right? You have to. I feel like yeah. I just feel like she got to know what's going on there. <laughs> she got to understand what's going on. It should there. be. It's sh- you. You would think it's not like it's a surprise mm-hmm. that you're getting drafted uh, on this day. So right, you think you would have your ducks in a row a little bit. Just understand, uh, you know, Martha. I'm gonna hug. I'm going to hug my mom first. Yeah. And then I'm going to, my dad Plan. and my siblings, and then maybe even my agent. Yeah, it's, just you, a, it's just another you, play you got to learn. Yeah. Right. That's, that's it. all. That's it. I think uh, the the main, I, I don't know if you know, I used Martha. to conduct an academy. Uh, how, I, many, how many yes. uh, draftees do you think are dating a girl named Martha? I don't know. Gonna, I, I, I think we need to unshutter, though, the uh, the Damashek Draft Academy. I used to counsel a lot of guys prominently mm-hmm. Leighton Vander Esch uh, mm. s- learned at my knee um, and, in, and, in, and used the advice that I, I gave him, which was don't answer the phone on the first ring. I like that. You I know, do like, like that. it's really important, especially if it's Jerry mm-hmm. Jones, you know, it's a one thing if you're a behind the scenes mm-hmm. owner guy, but if it's, he's prominent, he likes the camera, just let him know who's boss in this situation. There have been guys who've gone off the grid, not answered at all. Like what the, where is he? He's yeah. Like, yeah. He's got, he's getting back home in a minute. He'll the like Joe it. Thomas, I'm going fishing move. Right. Interesting. I like it. I respect it. Yeah. I wouldn't choose that particular mm-hmm. hobby to, to go and do that with, but it does send a message to everybody. Right. But I think maybe too far though. Are right. you really committed to football? Hey, Jer, I got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. You know, I I'm getting it on the second ring. You know, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and me, I don't know if you want to go who this, but I do think set the tone right out there. Oh yeah, whatever. I'm happy to be on your team. You know, don't do that. Don't I be think that they're guy. all pretty cool. I think in general the guys have been handling it well and are cool. I don't know about the second ring, but yeah, you're the right. best thing was that. when. <laughs> Leighton Van Rich on the day he got drafted, the night he got drafted, mm-hmm. he comes 20 minutes after the fact to uh, to visit me and Spaghetti and, and everybody. And uh, I said, did you answer the phone on the first ring? He said, you know, when the phone rang, I thought of you and I decided <laughs> not to. And I was delighted. That was one, that's one of my three or that's four greatest achievements of my life. That's great. <laughs> the last, I think, interestingly enough. The last guy that I can remember being super emotional being drafted was Leighton Van Der Esch's replacement, Michael Parsons. Oh, right. Yeah, he was. Because I just want the Cowboys. I just want the Cowboys. I just want the Cowboys so bad. We've had too many good picks in a row here. We're going to screw this up, Cowboys. I say we. I'm talking about me and my teammates. We all all talk about this. We're going to screw it up. But, Martin, what do you do? All right. Don't answer the phone first ring. How are you going to dress? Do you wear the seven thousand dollar Armani suit if you go to the draft, or do you oh, do you if, dress like Harry? Or if I go, like, go yeah. to the draft, yeah. First of all, I'm going to make sure that Dave Damashek hates my outfit because mm. then I know I'm looking good. Wow. Okay. You good. and Ben Simmons parking your cars in the same garage. Do you dress like the Ben Sim? Maybe is that maybe that's the outfit to wear? No, nah, I'm going more formal. I'm going more classic. You are. You know what I'm saying? And and, and as much as uh, as much as I can wear. You know, as mm-hmm. you can't tell today, but as much as I like my colors, mm-hmm. uh, 
on a draft night, I'm going to go more more traditional. Gotcha. Something, but definitely like okay. People like who dressed you? Well, you want the like, outfit yeah. to you want it to endure for mm-hmm. the exactly. for the decade, so that ideally, when you go into the Hall of Fame, they look back like, remember, oh, it wasn't that long ago? Is it really 24 years since he right. was drafted? You want to look back at the photo and I'd be like, a four button suit. That right. looks okay. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You right. know. So I would go. I would definitely go. I would definitely, definitely be dripped out. And, what about uh, what about like a Thunder from Down Under outfit and in hmm. honor of Vegas and it's in Vegas and you got your basically topless with a tuxedo bottom and I don't know what else do you have a cummerbund strapped over your shoulder. I do think that <laughs> if you're at home, do what you like. Being dressed up at home it makes no sense to me. If yes. You, if you if you're sitting on yeah, your you're couch right. and you want to wear like I'm a collar shirt, like no, like the, uh, I can't. Was it Tua now? I'm trying to remember. It was one of the, the Samoan or Hawaiian players that they were all like the only thing that they were wearing around their house were the lays. Mm-hmm. Cool, got that, understood. But you don't need to do this whole. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, you're sitting on your couch. Why are you wearing a tie? Right. Or why are you not wearing a tie? But you know, what I'm saying? why do you have a suit jacket yeah, on? Yeah. You look like an it's idiot. Uncomfortable. You're sunken in your couch. Don't do what Laramie Tunsil did. <laughs> Don't do that. Why? Art. He's about to cash I'm about in to on say, an NFT. Look, he, he's he may, embracing it now. And we don't know. Maybe maybe he didn't <laughs> want to go at the top of the draft, slid a little bit, had the foresight to see that Ooh. in the future people were going to be making like screenshotable art Ooh, that you can sell you or whatever. About NFTs. NFTs. Hey, I'm just maybe he that might be playing be right. 3D chess right here. Hmm. Um okay, a couple more things. What's the appropriate amount of time to hug the commissioner? Over under two and a half seconds. Asserting again in, in uh, along the lines of asserting dominance. Mm-hmm. You don't hug him at all. Trayvon Walker should just like shake his hand. Shake his hand. That's it. Hey, He's going to go in for the hug, though. Goodell. I think. Hey. I think Goodell's if you've learned go anything, cynical as it sounds, mm-hmm. pro sports is a business, mm-hmm. and you set that tone right out of the gate. No commission. Right. We ain't buddies. Let's uh, right. let's just conduct a transaction. Right. right. Nice to see you. Yeah. Congratulations you wouldn't go to, to you, guy sir. From Merrill Lynch, the CEO, you wouldn't go hugging him, right? No, yeah, indeed. No, you. indeed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. First career stiff arm right there. Oh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I should tell Harry that. But I keep bringing Harry up. Harry and Angie are getting married this weekend. It's two days away. You can go to uh, extrapoints.com slash arcade. There's a prop quiz, $430 money order, which I know Harry wants to win himself, but... Uh, whoever gets, <laughs> but I'm hoping that the hug, the commissioner hug, is longer than the kiss. Which Harry, I, I think I have to tell Megan to talk him out of this. He's lobbying for a longer kiss. She doesn't want a long kiss. He wants a long kiss at the end of the ceremony. For, oh, for wow. every, I know. I gotta. I gotta get on. Have that. you? Have you gone as far as tongue? I don't know. I didn't. I just it, it it disturbed me. Just even the thought of the whole thing. So I was like, I think I, people I, who tongue at their wedding. Mm-hmm. It I mean, it says a great deal and nothing good. Yeah, I don't care for that. Isn't That's this a, a whole scene in uh, which, which uh, Sandler movie was this? Oh, Wedding is that right? Singer. Wedding singer. Yeah. They do a tongue. Well, they talk about how that's how that that was how their first kiss. Uh, he and Drew Barrymore oh. trying accidentally demonstrating how it should be kissed. One more thing, because we have a lot of NBA to go through. We have don't uh, tongue kiss Goodell. <laughs> we have Major League Baseball. I want to talk about these Mets brawls. We have our play of the day, and Mark Gunnels is picking from the cap of consequences. He had a separate uh, bet with Martin. They bet over under how many sweeps there would be. Martin won, so Gunnels is picking from the cap of consequences. That's going to be fun. But one more thing. The Mac Jones of the draft, the guy who drops, right, about half the draft, what do you do? 
And let's say you're at the draft and you know there's cutaways to you after every pick, right? One through six. What was Mac Jones supposed to go? Three? Four? Last three. Year? He was, yeah, three. It was, it was supposed smoke, to be yeah. the Niners up until it wasn't, right? Goes all the way down to New England. Uh, they get him. What do you, now you know these cutaways are coming to you. What do you are you gonna show anger? Are you gonna be playing Wordle? What do you I, I here's what I would do. I throw a fit. I start breaking shit. And that's when <laughs> it gives the other GMs, you know what they learn from that? This guy doesn't like losing. Right? Well, that's the, the message. What I'll say sent. is what I you know, anecdotally, when Josh Rosen went, he was supposed to go maybe a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. And again, about thirty minutes after he was actually drafted, he paid us a visit and he was pissed off mm. and i thought it was the greatest yeah and because you know that stuff about like hey whoever gets me just took the best player in the draft all that kind of jive mm. but somehow it broke through as sincere with josh rosen's because mm. he was like low-key po'd it was like well nine teams just made a terrible mistake and i'm right i, I, I am devoted to proving them wrong and it was like you go get him you're about to be a big star <laughs> and so he has become no, it was oh wait no it wait. was his i feel you it was the energy behind it he was mad but he wasn't like slamming the table or anything he was, it was just like right. i really can't believe that nine right. people like nine other people made the, this mistake of not picking me i think the problem is everyone tells you you're the greatest Right at that sure. stage, yeah, since since eighth, since eighth grade, everyone. So now it's for five years, seven years. Everyone's been telling you you're the greatest. Problem is they've been telling everybody else that too. Who's drafted in front of you? The best, the funniest anger guy because he was sincerely smoking mm. mad was uh, I was with Ike Taylor, and uh, and I and Jaron Reed mm. surprisingly fell to the second round. We're like, ah, come over here, let's talk. Ah, well, everything worked out in the end. He's like, nope. Wow. We're like. Ah, <laughs> but yeah. but seriously though, and he wouldn't talk. He was re- <laughs> he was so mad. That's a guy who had the money spent. Yeah, it yeah. becomes a money thing, right? You got that six ten number, six hundred ten thousand first round. Oh boy, I just dipped. Now I'm in the three three four. Oh, oh, now mom, grandma's house is going to be as big. I wonder. I mean, without having yeah, right. been available, yeah. not, without ever having that type of money offered to me, and then our thought thought that I, would, you know, I've never taken a pay cut like that in an hour. Right. Essentially, is yeah, what yeah. I'm trying to get That's to. That's exactly sure. what it is. But I do wonder if how much of it is because everybody who gets drafted is around the same age, right? Mm-hmm. Like in general, they're the same class. Mm-hmm. So like. The, these running backs have all been like Brees Hall and, and Kenneth Walker have been competing against each other, quote unquote, at their position since they were what, 12, 13, yeah. 14 years old. Right. And now they're kind of like still like who's going to be first, who's going to be second, which, by the way, I think that that that's priced weird. Like, I feel like it should be closer to even. You think Walker should be? Well, I just yeah. feel like Walker should be. They should be closer to both should be closer to even odds. I don't know why Brees Hall is such a favorite. It's what you want. They might. Someone might want Spiller as a type of back. You know, it is real. also, I mean. The elementary answer to that is that the the guys who do that they want a guy who they can leave on the field on third down and there's question about Kenneth Walker. Right. Well, I mean, he, obviously they don't know if I he mean, can. There's if back he and can forth behind block. it, but mm-hmm. the whole point is that these guys have been competing against each other for various running back awards yeah. or football awards from high since high school yeah. at the latest. You know, so by the way, at the end is basically a third round, uh, third down back. <laughs> That's why it was, it was taken so early. No, you're right. Uh, and uh, that's a good point about the money going down and uh, people getting angry. I just, they, I, I think they, that I was joking around about the breaking stuff, but if you're at home, it would be funny 
to <laughs> in your own house. Li- but little by little, cutaway by cutaway, there's more shit smashed in your house until right. Like, but you still you have the the composure. The, the, yeah, yeah, the the old uh, movie thing of a, a picture Lampshade. broken yeah, over yeah, yeah. over somebody's head and right. their head popping up through <laughs> it. I'd love to see Sal t- uh, ticked off. At the draft in that green room area where they mm-hmm. have a big spread of hoagies and food like that, just throwing them at the cameras. Right, and right, right. Oh, Somebody man. comes over to interview you, <laughs> throw the throw maybe. the whole hoagie at them. Maybe. Imagine what the speculation would have been if, like, around the tenth pick last year, Mac Jones just went up and got to the went to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like, and he didn't like tell anybody. He just got up and went to the bathroom. Yeah. The draft would have, may have just stopped everything. It's yeah. like, wait a second, he's leaving the green room. Right. Like, he's only, or like, sleeping. Yeah, so exactly. Taking a nap. Mercedes no, not Mercedes Schlapp. She's the political thing. I Mar- won an Academy Mercedes Award. And she was in the turlet, right? Wasn't oh, that? is that right? Interesting. That's funny. Oh, I saw this. This it was. It uh, was on TV. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was Doja Cat though. It wasn't Mercedes I Lewis. The Doja tight Cat. End. I think it was the person who had to announce the award. Maybe. I don't know, but I know Doja Cat definitely came in. Uh, it said she had like it just came from the bathroom. Really, that's a strong move, stage. I think. All right, let's let's switch gears. Let's go NBA here. Reactions oh, to slap uh, them like Wednesday. Will Smith slap somebody. There's so many good things. This you could have so much fun with this. Um, NBA. By the way, before we leave uh, NFL draft, the degenerate trifecta and I did an NFL draft prop draft. One 16 picks. We did four. We went back and forth. Which is the best props to take? It's actually fun if you have two and a half minutes. Check that out. On Twitter. But NBA, uh, Warriors last night, they win the series 102-98. As far as I'm concerned, they won the championship. And here's when Mm. exactly when it happened. Here's when it happened, Martin. Don't let – Martin shake his head. I need confirmation. Between the third and and fourth quarter. Now they interview the coaches between quarters too, right? So between the third and fourth quarter, I'm freaking out, Martin. I have Golden State and the Bucks on a money line parlay. And that's not easy to get. You got to get to minus 250 to get that. So I'm laying a lot of wood. The Bucks take care of business. We'll talk about that in a second. Golden State down eight, heading into the fourth. I'm like, son of a bitch, what's going on here? Clay Thompson can't hit a shot. They interview Steve Kerr. He's got his arms folded. And they're like, coach, what do you need to do to win this game? And he's like, it's eight points. That's nothing. We just need to relax. That's it. And I was like, it, I was like, oh my god, he's Steph, right. I need Steph to relax too. Said, bop, bop, bop. That was it. That was yeah, it. They figured it out. Jokic got into foul trouble, and uh, now they're moving on. And they play either Memphis or Minnesota. He said, just calm down. They just have to calm down. I'm about to lose another Subaru. I couldn't calm down, but uh, they did come out. 102.98, and Jokic 30, 19, and eight. Martin still not impressed. I don't know why. <laughs> I think that's a good game. I'm not gonna lie. Watching that game, yeah. it was exactly what everybody says about Jokic. Like Steph did what everybody wants Jokic to do. Like when this team was down eight and he hit those back to back threes, yeah. And it felt like now Golden State was up four instead mm-hmm. of being down two. Everybody was like, "Oh, it's like this game's in the bag." For whatever reason, it's the weirdest thing. But when Jokic scores it. Like back to back like that, or goals on a run like that, it doesn't seem to have the same impact. Really, I you know hate it sounds, this guy. It sounds you dumb. hate him. I don't. He I really don't. He's in foul but trouble. you know what? He's on the exercise you know what, bicycle. Yeah. I know this. If I was like a big Jokic supporter or a super big fan of his, mm. um, and thought he should have been the MVP and all this, I would have been throwing stuff at my television, watching him get guarded, guarded by Clay Thompson with two minutes left in the fourth quarter of an elimination game. 
Like Clay, like Clay's the guy who's guarding him, and he's passing the ball to Jeff Green. Yeah. Like, and everybody tells me he's got no help. All right, then they're not doubling you. Just go score, score sixty. Then uh, he took most of their last shot. And I'm not, I'm not. He but, took most of their last shot. I'll say this about. I'm not trying to very, kill him very specific moment in the game when it's five mm-hmm. after Steph does the like yeah. go to sleep right. thing and all that, and you think the game's probably over. Jokic gets a great look from the top of the key. That's it. That was it. And he, if he hits that three and gets it to different. two with yeah. thirty, like it's like all right, the game. Mm-hmm. This is now in some jeopardy, and he didn't. That said. That my takeaway was really in the in the immediate aftermath of the game. I was reminded of because we get swept up in the MVP conversation. I certainly don't want to make Draymond Green or anybody upset about who I think is the MVP. <laughs> um, but uh, Jokic is a, just a delight. Is that I really like? He's he's such a distinctive yeah. player in pro basketball's history. I mean, it really is crazy. Martin he looks like Greg Ostertag. Martin hates him. No, that's, <laughs> I like the way he plays. I really do oh. enjoy it. Yeah. It's just like when I sit back and look at some of these other guys who I feel like impact the game mm-hmm. more. It's just like it's hard. Like he's a. Del- he is a delight. I, I mean, I really do. I like, think he's such a fun watch. I when people say when people say you don't like him, you don't think he should be there. That has nothing to do with whether or not I enjoy watching right. him one or two. He's a funny guy. He's a good guy. I loved him going up to all the I love Warriors that one by one. Ten year old, like oh my god, that guy's a. Right. They, they keep know, showing that, that over and over. Kyler Murray's my one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch, but I know that he's not the best. I wouldn't. But be, here's the I thing, Martin, and I listened to Lemon Pepper Parlay. Like you could, I, I can't kill you for picking any number of seven players for MVP. But I can get on how you analyze it. If you say, "Oh, this guy's about to be eliminated in the first round," and you call him an MVP, it's like, yeah, but what if the Warriors win the whole thing? They just happen to play them in the first round. Like, what if? Toronto beats Philly. Are you going to say Shockham is a, a better po- choice for MVP than now Embiid? No. I what happens say- if Tatum beats up uh, a Giannis? Like what? You can't go but by that. Giannis, but that would have to happen in the second round. Like, I, but I, they unfortunately played potentially the best team in the first round. So I don't know what the Warriors could take out everybody along the way. I mean, they could, but then when I sit and see the team that actually had the best record in the West all year. And it's now, like, as soon as they lose one player on their team, everybody's saying, oh, you know, they might lose to the 10th seed in the West. Yeah. It's like, all right, so how is it that he's not the most valuable Booker should have – that's exactly like, what I said. Seven <laughs> guys you could consider. But you can't say, oh, well, he's eliminated in the first round. He's out. It is a regular season award, and the Warriors might be the best team. I don't know. I just feel like if the regular season award should have some – it, I get it. It's not a postseason award, but if you were the most valuable player all regular season in the postseason, it's not a different game. Like there still should be some some showing of your value, and 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 in four games in a row, you getting swept. That's tough, and to get swept twice back to back years. Who are we talking about? KD or that would have been Jokic. Denver won a game. No, I'm saying I'm no. Yeah. They, what I'm saying, if he if they he would have gotten yeah. swept back to back, like when we were talking about a limited parlay, it. that was what was in play. It was like if they didn't oh, win right. a game, they would have been the first MVP to get back uh, first round sweeps back to back since yeah. Iverson. There's nothing. But on it that. wasn't your official. I know you're not going to bet them prime rather. Yeah. to win the title now because as you've explained, you'd rather bet them by game or by series at yeah. least. But the Dubs are now your well, official I think championship. So. I, I like them for the West, and I gave it out on this 
podcast. I agree but, with that. Hard uh, to argue with that. Yeah, I, I think so. It might be just a bad matchup. Martin could be right after all. Maybe Denver is one of the worst playoff teams. But I just feel like it is tough to hold this Golden State team down. Really, eventually, they're going to get back. And you talk about a tough out. My God, they're going to win those home games. And uh, they just, uh, Jordan Poole's another splash brother. I agree, but the crazy thing is, and I'll defer to Marty on this, uh, but it seems to me that, as I have now said uh, at least a few times, is... um, I don't know, look out for Luca and those Mavs. I mean, they're well. They, that's a fun one. If they yeah. catch, if they if if they catch the break from the basketball gods, which is a bad break for the Suns with with Booker. It's man, looking like could, Booker might even play this game. Six, it though, sounds so. like it, but you know, it's still a long series. Who, who also yeah. deferred to is Kevin Hench, who mm-hmm. is a basketball player, um, uh, in his own mind. Uh, but he uh, he's he's right though. Hamstrings are different. Like it, I right. don't know, they, they just linger. You know, you don't. Oh, he's had this interview interview this injury three times since 2018. Yeah, this is uh, this is definitely a a troublesome thing. All right, so but the other game was Bucks beat up on the Bulls. It was never really a game. I guess they fought back a little. One sixteen, one hundred. No Levine, no Caruso. Didn't really have a chance. Giannis thirty three and nine. Connington twenty points. When that happens, forget it. Celtics Bucks is now set. What do you think the line is? I don't know if you either one you saw mm. series line. Celts by a. Slightly favored, minus one fifty, minus two hundred, something like that. Minus one fifty, I'll say. I don't know if if is Middleton expected to play next round. I don't think they know. Then I would have I'd agree with Dave. Huh. If middle he's not, yeah, okay. Then I agree with Dave. But I think if Middleton was playing, I think the Bucks should have been favored even after the Nets. So, so you say one fifty? It was two. It's minus two hundred, which I think is a little steep. I know hmm. they have home advantage. They have. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm watching too much of the magic, both the documentary and the, the Apple thing and the HBO thing. I'm not sure. But minus 200, thought, I thought that was a little high. That feels high to me as well. I think I think you get a little regency bias after watching. Yeah. I think that people – I was listening to a couple people yesterday just on their podcast. Like, when did I buy into the Nets? And right. I think if people were really selling themselves that the Nets were like a real contender in the East. And I really don't think – that that was the case. I know they had KD and Kyrie, but like Boston should have took care of that series in four. Or five yeah, that's games. what's going to be interesting to me. Do we find out if Boston is better than they even played, or was that a bad matchup against the Nets? That's what all the Celtics are playing, saying the, the fans that was a bad matchup, and we still won. They did shoot like fifty five percent from the field, the Nets, and still Celtics uh, swept them. So how that's about this of... bet, Martin? Bucks plus one and a half games minus one thirty eight. That means they win at least three games in that series. Bucks I plus like that. one and a half. Yeah, I yeah. take that. World champs get the three games. I, th- I mean, I think that this is a series that should go seven. Right. I think like th- this, and it'll be like super overreaction after yeah. every single game. But I do think that if I had to pick it right right now, I'd probably take Milwaukee in seven. Mm-hmm. But that's more like, am I betting? I'm kind of betting. I'm kind of fading Jason Tatum. Right. Like, he just had the best four games I've ever seen him play. Yeah. Is he going to continue to do that? How does that match up, Marty Weiss? Or Giannis specifically. Who matches up on Tatum and who catches Giannis for the Celts? Oh, I, it's going to be everybody guarding Giannis. Like, they're going to – probably, probably start out with somebody like Horford or Tice on them. Just Williams, to, but yeah. Yeah, or Williams, right. Yeah. But – uh it's gonna be it's gonna be all hands on deck. Like when Giannis starts cooking, and because they're gonna use what probably twenty fouls on him just in general. Yeah, Bucks and uh, seven is plus six fifty. That's pretty good. All right, so let's get to tonight's action. 
uh, yeah, tuning in during the draft. I'm going to go back and forth. This is an underrated sports night. A lot of it's three playoff games and uh, baseball and the draft. Philly at Toronto. Philly favored by one and a half, two ten and a half is the over under. I'm taking the Sixers. Everyone mm. loves Toronto. Too much shoveling dirt on Doc Rivers right now. Someone's got to step up, right? The Sixers, I think, they hear the noise. They're 27% from three. That's not normal. They took 37 shots. They right. don't normally do it. 15 turnovers. That's not normal. Uh, I'm Marty not even just g- checked his watch. What? What that's, that a, that's way worse that, than somebody shaking their it? head when you're talking. I'm he sorry, just checked his watch where in the middle of your sentence. No, uh, Martin, this game didn't start. Right yeah, in the middle of it. He's got like five hours. Watch. Like, what a hi-hat move. Like, <laughs> I got better things to do than listen to you. No, I just like to be on time and timely. You have better things to do than be going? here at 930 when we actually uh, start recording this. Not, where are you going, Martin? What do you got? What do you got after this? Literally told me I need to stand up. That's all it did. Like oh, a, the watch told you something. Yeah. So stand up. <laughs> Do you stand up if you want. I mean, if you I'll, want to stand? I'll be fine. I think I can, I think I can make it through. Uh, if the watch is in charge, you better listen. Yeah. Yeah, don't deny the watch. Um, I'm not even going to say Harden steps up because that doesn't seem to happen, but watch for Shake Milton. Doesn't it seem like it's been a while since we heard his name? He yeah, always actually, jumps in. Nice. He's going he's gonna to go. Shaq, who do you like in this game? I hear you. I want to take the Raptors, but you're right. Everybody, since Kenny Smith, I think, said it a couple of nights ago, oh, well, the Sixers have no chance Mm -hmm. of going up there and winning the game. Everybody is on board with that. I'm kind of with you. I think Embiid, you know, I think he spiritually gets it, that this is a a humongous legacy spot for him specifically. I don't know if Harden gets it. No matter. And Max, mm-hmm. you know, like you say, Maxi, and it's not like they're dependent on Harden mm-hmm. to uh, provide the scoring. So, yeah, I'll, I, I, I'm not going to, to be honest with you, this is a stay away for me. I, I think you're right. right. I'm going I'm going with the Mavs is the one I like. But I'm sorry. Go ahead, uh, Mark. <laughs> Wait a well, minute. We're going to get to Oh, yes, yes. We'll get to that. You said the games tonight. I gave you the one that I am on We're going to go over all three. Go ahead. Okay. I'm taking Philly. Uh Toronto has been a good story in the first round. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be Philly in six. I'm going to stick with that. Um, mm-hmm. And this is to me is the number one series of overreaction from game to game to game to game. Yeah, sure. You know, this and, one's figured it out. This team's yeah. done right. Exactly. And I, it, Toronto was running a whole lot of like Chris Boucher, mm-hmm. Kem Birch. Like these are not these are guys who should be playing for like the Orlando Magic or the Spurs. Yeah, Philly's better. Yeah, Philly's just a better team. And I want to It's going to be tough for it, them to blow it. It's that. tough for me because I would love for no one to win this Harden um Ben Simmons trade, right? It'd be fun to root against Philly here, but uh, that that's just too much for Doc Rivers. What's what was the stat, babyface? 37 games. The, the most in uh, NBA history, yeah, 37 must uh 37 uh, close out games that he lost. Wait, by far the most. All right. Phoenix at New That's Orleans. That's a real number? Yeah. 37. That's a lot. That's Sheesh. How's that possible that you would be around long enough no. to. Well, I mean, <laughs> if you're blowing multiple 3 1 leads, right? So, I mean, 37 yeah. is a ton. It's like three you, at a time. But yeah. that's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's three a series. But you still, like, that's lot. Jerry Rice kind of like, how would you get those numbers in 10 years it's or 15 years? years? That's a, it's cool. a lot of series. Many. <laughs> And the then, playoffs are too long. I think that's oh, what we're saying. Oh, that's fascinating because he's, yeah. then he's, then he's, he's probably up 2-0, loses one. Yeah. And then it goes up right. to 31. 31? Oh, it's going down. Okay, good. Okay, 31. All right. Sweet, and seven Jesus. of his last days. Still a lot. 
Still a lot. Uh, Phoenix at New Orleans. Phoenix up three games to two. I'm going New Orleans here. I have a lot on Phoenix to win this series, and I have no doubt that we will be sweating out a game seven at Harry's wedding and trying to decide if we want to go to that game or attend the wedding. Um, this Alvarado gives Chris Paul a fit, even in winning efforts. It's like, what the hell is going Is he 21? He's 21 years old, right? Chris Paul is... A hundred. I know. I know. Last year, I was betting on Alvarado on on January nights while he was in Georgia Tech. Yeah, like I remember. Like I, right. I remember him dominating the ACC defensively. Watch CP3 get in foul trouble because of a pesky Alvarado force a game seven. I like New Orleans here, Martin. I'm going to take New Orleans with the points. I do think it's going to be a close game. I really like the over two fourteen. I mm. think we've seen the last three or four playoff games go under. I think this one is going to be over. All right. Um, but the interesting thing about Chris Paul is, like, I'm, I would fade all things Chris Paul. Like, I would stay away. It, this is a, 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 a hell of a series for him. Like, Willie Green is his best friend, who's the head coach of the mm. Pelicans. And Monty, and he also was on the uh, – was also on the staff in the Warriors. And, um, like, he's been coaching against – playing against – and just game planning with and against Chris Paul and Monty Williams for that matter for like essentially his entire coaching life. Mm-hmm. So like he, this is the perfect storm for Chris Paul to have Ugh. the worst day ever. And you've you seen it in the person, in the first I'm six planning games. on it. I'm planning on it. Check who, who wins this game. I'll ride with you guys. I don't feel uh, enough of a conviction conviction in, in the sun's direction. I always talk about that. It's an incremental thing. The team that advances mm. is the one that's been there previously, but their best player is hobbled a little bit. I love that atmosphere in new Orleans. I love that group. I, I got to think though, can you, ima- they must just every like 90 seconds. If you're sitting in the stands or if you're a Pels fan watching at home, like, Imagine if Zion was in there. Imagine oh, yeah. if he were out there with this gang. That I mean, how high up? Well, what would be there if he were playing, Marty? How far do you think this Pelicans team could go if he were anything close to what expectation was for him? If he were healthy, you know, two that's years what, ago. That's the thing, though. If he were healthy, I, I've we've only seen a healthy Zion for like – 20 yeah. games but, in a but row. But that big three all of a sudden would be, for, for, for New Orleans, would stack up with anybody's in the Oh, if it got the, the Zion against, you know, against Dallas for the right to play the uh, Warriors or whatever, I think, yeah, I think you have good odds there. But, yeah, you're right. It, it is, but it's, it's going to be fascinating, though, because, I, like, I, like, I was told Gunnels on Lemon Pepper, like, this is an audition for Zion, right? They already mm-hmm. lost one number one overall pick. They don't want to lose yeah. another one. But as you see this influx of young talent and Brandon Ingram seeming like he's stepping up, like he's going, what, he hasn't hit under 20 points a game in the playoffs. He, he was a little banged up, though. I wanted to, I haven't heard anything on that. It really didn't look like he was making it to the finish so, line uh, uh, last game. Jen uh, Hale yeah. uh, said he he told her that she, he just jammed his pinky. Is that right? As he jammed his pinky on a rip, like he caught it, got it caught in. No, I saw. They yeah. even showed the highlight, but it looked like he yeah. hurt his back and everything. I don't know. He was like no, stumbling. he said tailbone. Tailbone was fine. Tailbone. Yeah. But uh, its pinky was was jammed All up, right. and he would tape it up. But I just find it, like Brandon Ingram to me is playing like he could be the best player on a championship team, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering how that fits into mm. what. It's very strong statement. I mean, I'm talking about he's it's been, been great. it's been a very small sample size, but since they traded for CJ, he's been that guy. You didn't put him in your top five, did you? I didn't, but he's the second overall pick. Like yeah. I was expecting. Like, you this know is, what I'm you're, saying? You're like, in Gunnels. Uh, unfortunate Gunnels is going to have to pick from the cap in uh, a couple minutes here. But uh, you went over your top five playoff performers. Gunnels couldn't believe you didn't take Ingram. 
Yeah. He's been excellent. Uh, all right, Utah at Dallas. I'm going against the grain in all of these. Like, I'm going against all momentum here. Utah is a one-point underdog at home, 210.5. Now, here's the thing. Is Mitchell playing or not? Is he missing the game? I sang a nice song about Jimmy Butler the other day. I went on for like 15 minutes, and then as soon as we stopped recording, it's like, yeah, Butler's out. It's like, yeah. fucking great. Is that what's going to happen here? Is he out? Um, I'm still going Utah. I ah. know they played poorly, and I'm going against the this trend, Martin. I know you like this. Teams that are listed as a two-point favorite or fewer uh, in game six are 10-5-1 against the spread. So home court is overrated in game six in these low spread games. But that said, I still think Utah evens yeah. things up. And on, quite honestly, that's what scares me about Phoenix and New Orleans and why right. I want to take the un, uh, just the over. I think Dallas is going to win this game. They should win this game. Like, I think, and it's one of those, I understand all your betting trends and so on and so forth, but I think that the seminal moment that the Utah Jazz fans will have is winning, was it game four? Mm-hmm. When Donovan Mitchell threw Rudy Gobert a lob pass and he dunked in on the alley oop and they won by one point, that's right there. It's going to be your memory of this era because the Dallas Mavericks are ending it tonight. Interesting. All right, check. If Luca hadn't gotten hurt right before the end of the regular season, people have been buzzing about Dallas a lot more than they were entering these playoffs. They're starting to look like the Mavs as we expected them to. It, what's funny is two years in a row at least. They start out sluggishly out of the gate, and so people kind of sleep on them. But then they turn it on, and only Luca's injury, like I say, got in the way of us hyping them more. I think they they move on to the second round. I think uh, Luca takes care of business. I'm looking at that number though, third for Luca specifically, thirty one and a half. It's right. Well, that's what he's averaging. I think thirty two in this right. Well, uh, in I the mean, playoffs, yeah, that that's kind of what they do. Yeah. Go ahead. Breaking news. We can't really hear uh, Babyface. What is it? Oh, I did see this. Yeah. He got stung by a bee in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like Matthew Broderick in election. Remember he how that thing intro- swelled right. up, up? That was fun. Uh, all right. So look at You want to change your bet? Rudy Gobert got stung by a bee. I think that's just more foreshadowing. Mm. Isn't right. Utah the beehive state? Isn't that a, is that a is thing? Is it? It is now. Uh, playoffs are here. You can make every game feel like Game 7 on FanDuel Sportsbook, mm-hmm. an official partner of the NBA FanDuel, hooking you up with free bets throughout the playoffs. Doesn't matter if you're a new customer or already have an account. Just be sure to check out the app for exclusive weekly same-game parlay promos. FanDuel has so many ways to play. Best of all, when you win, you get paid faster than a fast break. If you're new to FanDuel, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Sign up with promo code extra points. Once again, that is promo code extra points and if you already have an account you're all set to get in on the action either way you get an assist from Fandle oh yeah when you bet a same game parlay we're going to show you how it's done during the playoffs Fandle Sportsbook an official partner of the NBA let's do our picks here play of the day I'm going Herbert Jones over 11 and a half this guy he drives me crazy here yeah, I mean, with the Pelicans and their run. And these home road splits are a real thing if you look at them. Oh, some yeah. of these players, some of these role players really show up for the home games. I mentioned Connaughton the other day, or uh, just before. Herbert Jones from Alabama, over 11.5, minus 125. Uh, he's off the game on the road that they play, one of the games on the road. But two games at home, he averaged 13. He's um, like 7 of 8 from free throws at home in game four. He's getting a lot of opportunities over 11 and a half could be some home cooking. That's my play of the game. Shaq, what do you like? Well, the Mavs are my 1A 
but mm-hmm. I've already issued that one. So let's uh, drop the puck here a little bit as we round out the regular season here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go. Here's a fun one for you. This is something I want to see happen, Sal. Patrick right. Division foes, the Islanders, mm-hmm. out of the playoffs. We've known that for months now. Uh-oh. The Capitals trying to vault the Pittsburgh Penguins into third to play mm-hmm. Eddie Spaghetti's New York Rangers in round one. Do they want to do that? That's up to them. I think the Islanders are looking to upset the Capitals. They did it the other night. Oh. I think they do it again on home ice. Get them on the money line, plus 106. Wow. Okay. That's a fun one. We talked about that big upset. Who was it, Spaghetti? It was uh, yeah, that was the Coyotes. I mean, favorites have been killing in mm-hmm. hockey. Killing. Like 33 out of 39 or something in the last four days or something. Weekends, you, you'll see like 22 and 2 or something. Who was it? The Coyote. This is twice now they've done this. That's like a plus four thirty underdog. Yeah, twice in the season, and they were getting two and a half goals and still the underdog. It's, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. That, so that hard to that bat. Yeah, a minus six thirty in hockey is insane. Like Furman told me there was something close to seven. I, I think it was the other. Uh, Coyotes upset. But. Well, I mean, this is the reason why this team now next year and for the foreseeable future will, will be playing in an arena smaller than some colleges. Right. So, oh, it's it. the worst. Yeah. It's the and by the way, they're unwatchable because of their vomitish uniforms. They're so ugly to look at. They're, they're, right. They're uh, they're ridiculous. But do watch Connor McDavid. Austin Matthews is going to be your Hart Trophy winner. But my goodness, the wheels on him came in. I Pittsburgh lost money on him. I did lost, you? Well, I had him for MVP, and it's not it's not happening. I had him. Well, he's actually the same odds as he was in the beginning of the year, but Austin Matthews is minus 310. Well, he's going to, yeah, Matthews is going to get it. But boy, I was reminded watching him the other night against my guys, which is the gauge. And man, oh man, Mm. he just humiliated the Penguins all night long. Quite a vision. Martin, what's your vision for play of the day? Uh, I like Herb Jones to bounce back at four points last game. Yeah. So, and I think some of this Alvarado in and outs are going to, lose the end outs and just go in. I looked for some uh, Alvarado. He's not listed in the player, bro. I guess because he's not a pretty young player. It's a start. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go with over 214 in Phoenix and, the, and uh, in New Orleans. Okay. But a lot of the same reason why you took Herb Jones over points, I think the New Orleans role players will score. Interesting. All right. So that's that's a, that's the a same game parlor you could do. You could do New Orleans plus two, New Orleans over 214, and you could do Herb Jones over. And Here's a, about here, four or five to one. Yeah. I have a question for yeah. you. and I, I'm going to bring this up on minus three with Kevin Hench and Eddie Spaghetti. Get ready to answer this one, Eddie Spaghetti. Are we now, is this true of every generation of sports fan? I feel like I was just, as I mentioned, Connor McDavid. You could make a case that his career will end with him being the best of all time. Probably mm-hmm. not, but has a chance. He's in the conversation to be one of the top five. I certainly think he winds up there. I think people like to vouch for LeBron. I think that conversation is over. But does every generation claim that they're watching the best player in the, in, in that sports history? Because mm. Mike Trout, you would people would make that case for him. I'm talking about current guys. Are we looking at the best of all time in any sport right now? <laughs> Tom Brady, I guess, right? I guess that I think Brady, but it's it's tough to with Babe Ruth, the the lore of what 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 he put, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think we're there with baseball. No, no. I, I think, think that's an interesting thing, and the other one that everybody's doing. So I have to ask both of you: your two pro football teams. You can mm. have any player from your franchise's history right now. You can draft them, and don't say Romo because you wouldn't take Romo right over anyone else in Cowboys mm-hmm. history for your roster. Okay, what pushes you across the finish line if you're a Dallas Cowboys team in 2022? Mm-hmm. Tony Romo. Okay. Oh, I can't okay, say Romo. Fair. I can't no, say Romo. No, you've done. You've, Thank you've, you. All right. 
Randy White. Yeah, it was right? Randy White. I'm thinking on the defensive side. Yeah. It's got to be Randy White and an underrated mustache at that. I don't think we have mentioned that. Oh, you could do worse than Drew Pearson, too. Mm-hmm. Drew Dude. Pearson. I don't know if I'd go receiver. Michael Irvin, I think we go first. I don't know. What to you add them to your Ooh, Michael Irvin. Why not? Might be Michael the answer. Irvin. I think that yeah. might be the right answer for to drop him with that group sure. with CD Lamb. They devastate. Yeah. Well, first of all, Drew Brees. That would be my mm-hmm. number one. And then I think from there I'd go. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, Drew Brees of all the people. By the way, I watched that documentary He's about the... Archie Manning. He was so good. Mm-hmm. He was so he, he was so spectacular. Uh, hey, it comes down to him or Drew Brees. Speaking so, of spectacular, like talk- that's the last time the Saints drafted a quarterback in the first round was Archie Manning, 1971, the so. year of my right. birth. Good but Lord. I mean, what that's you, a long Drew Brees, he, like, he's not, like, he didn't walk out setting ma- multiple NFL records. He's not 12 be, best quarterbacks of the be. Super Bowl era. That's okay. It's not terrible. <laughs> I think he could do better, though. He's not terrible, Lauren. What, you, no, you tell me the quarterback in New Orleans history Besides Archie Manning, that has called a candle to Drew Brees. Bobby Bear. I mean, I could throw out Bobby. I won't. I know. Listen, Drew Brees. So what are you shaking your head and rolling your eyes and all of it? Drew Brees. I'm sorry. He's first battle Hall of Famer. My bad. Good thing Brett Favre threw that uh, overtime picker. He never would have been to a Super Bowl even. That's the uh, guy you want. And by the way, since you asked, Rod Woodson. Uh, that's what you'd say? I think so. Yeah. Right? That's a fun That's one. what puts the Steelers over seven and a half wins? Or... Big Ben Roethlisberger. Mm. Right? You want to talk about somebody who's lucky that Brady and Rodgers didn't retire. He wouldn't uh, be a first ballot this year. Interesting. Who's that? Five years from now. Ben Roethlisberger? If there's, if there's, how many quarterbacks are going to put I, in? I get it, I get it. In one year. That's nah, cute. Get your shot. A lot of people shaking their heads right now. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll talk <laughs> baseball, and then we'll do it. Oh, we're going to do it. Gunnels is picking out of the cap of consequences. All right, we're running way behind. For what? I don't know. No, I think I have TV today. Jeff Schwartz and I are doing Fox Bet Live, oh. going over these, uh, pretending to know what we're talking Muzzle about. Muzzle tough to Schwartz on his uh, Big Boys Club. Another it's real band. fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very nice. He created that in the last couple of years. Big hit. Good I do have a, a bone to pick with him. I'm coming off a season where my eight-year-old played uh, five-on-five um, flag football. Now, I've had my oldest played from – Six years old to 14, he played flag football. was 11 on 11. A lot of times, because he was one of the bigger kids, he didn't touch the ball for like eight seasons. It sucked, you know? I like this five on five. I know he's going to get mad, Schwartz, but because offensive linemen are so important. Guess when they're not important? Eight-year-olds. Just let them go out. Give them each a route. Let them run it. That's so right. That's absolutely what makes me mad. But uh, I just hope there's no meat on that bone, or else you ain't going to get in. He's a slob is what I'm saying. Speaking of slobs, St. Louis Cardinals, slob, slob, slobs. My Mets, they were involved in a brawl. They finally beat the Mets. Um, and, uh, you know, pitch high and tight, and Arenado goes crazy, and the bench is empty. And uh, I, I don't get retaliating against a team that's been hit 19 times. The Mets have been hit 19 times, and now the Cardinals are making it like this is their thing. Like, no. That's it. I, you can't get hit 19th. I, I figured it out. If you keep this rate up, they're all going to be dead by Father's Day. All the Mets are going to be dead. By the way, Scherzer, Buck, both going in the Hall of Fame as Mets. I love them. They seem to love being there. Hmm. This is a team. But what about Good this? Good for you. Look, what who, about look who's getting excited. Ah, I don't getting like the beanballs. It. It's That's crazy. Nice. These guys are going to get killed. The Mets have just... Every, I, we were texting back and forth, and it just as it happened. But yeah. losing that under six and a half with a five run top of the ninth inning, 
Yeah, I'm sorry. They've had some weird uh, bursts, both offensively and uh, on the other side, too. Like, I want to go out there and fight some of the Mets. Well, speaking of fighting Mets, Eddie Spaghetti, play this. Is this Eddie Spaghetti or is this Pete Alonzo? You guys decide. This is after the game. Well, I mean, I totally understand because I'm a big guy. I'm a big, strong guy. And he, his, obviously the manager wants to uh, have protection for, for his team and, and his staff. And I totally get it. And for me, like, I'm a big, strong guy. They don't, they don't know, like, my temper. They don't know what I could do. I mean... If I wanted to put someone in the hospital, I easily could, but I was just out there trying to protect them. Come on. That's you, Spaghetti. That's no. freaky. First How much you, that sounds that's like That's Eddie voice. Spaghetti talking about what he'd like to do to Jose Altuve. Yeah, right. Spaghetti, that's you. I mean, similar size. Altuve would be in trouble. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is a great compliment. I like, I, I'm a fan. I'm a Yankee fan that I'm, I'm okay. I want the Mets to do well. I like when the Mets do well. I don't like that. Um, you know, no, say you're a big, strong guy and they you, don't know what I can do. You've definitely said I'm, I'm a big, I'm strong a big, guy. To Altuve, I'm a big, strong guy. He doesn't know what I could do. In the last six months, you've definitely told somebody that you're a big, strong guy. Alonzo is a good looking dude. He's a great ball player. Um, you know, he was p- obviously pissed off of, of what transpired. So I'm, I'm totally in his corner on this one. It's great. In his corner. You are here. You're yeah. in your back. To, you're in the corner. You are the corner. You, you and him. Like, this is crazy. Look, that again, I'm flattered. Do you think that I look like this guy, one of the better power hitters in baseball? He's a good looking guy. I'm, that's great by me. So I'm going more from the audio because, oh. right, it sounds exactly oh. like something he'd, he'd say and it sounds like him. I mean, the I, I'm talking about the the content of the words are spot on. I'm a big, strong guy. They don't know what I could do, and then you know, like that kind of thing. They're very sort of matter of fact kind of tone of voice. But yes, it's the voice quality that is freakish. It's exactly where is he from? He's from New York, right, Pete Alonso? No, I don't think he is. Oh, he's not. No. Oh, I, I thought that so. explained why the yeah. little ticks and whatever are identical <laughs> to spaghettis. Wow. What do you think? No, because that. The key to a good impression yeah. is actually saying words that the person would be using. Like, mm-hmm. that's why it sounds like the voice for sure sounds like Eddie. But the, the multiple big, strong guy usage and that mm-hmm. I could easily put a guy in the hospital, but I'm right. not going to, are words that I feel like I would have heard Eddie use in describing like Friday night. <laughs> oh, so you're saying Pete Alonzo is doing an Eddie Spaghetti impression? Yeah, that might be uh, it. I, I think it's a little closer to that. I think because I mean I've, I've heard Spaghetti first, so that's, is it that's possible he heard here. one of our podcasts? He's like, yeah, sure. like I, I could do. Hey, extra Mets points. Fan, guy reach, made a right? documentary about me. I should check that <laughs> out. Like, whoa, who's that producer over there? Uh, I like his style. Well, he's from Tampa, uh, Alonzo. I just looked up, but there is some Staten Island in it. Do you guys think that? It's close enough that Eddie could call into like F A N and pretend to be yeah. Pete Alonzo. We'll for find a while. out as soon as we finish exactly. here and can pick up a Try telephone. It. Try it. All right. Well, we're gonna have fun there. We're gonna have fun here. Let's bring in our guest. He's the newest member of the Extra Points family. And it's only taken him about a month to have formally embarrassed himself after losing a bet and having to face the cap of consequences. <laughs> yeah. Co-host Mark Gunnels is here. What's happening, Mark? Um, I'm a little nervous, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, last show when Martin he told me about previous situations that guys had to deal with, dealing with the uh, consequences. Yeah, so I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. So I ain't gonna lie. yeah, let's recap what we've uh, <laughs> we've retrieved from the cap of consequences. Um, it was it started with Megan Conley, right? She had to give up her Twitter mm-hmm. to Megan Galley, who gave birth. By the way, we should congratulate Megan Galley for God's sakes. She's a mother. Congratulations, Megan Galley. Conrad is the boy's name. Um, anyway, so she took over and and sent a um, really a, a, a tweet that went, went really went crazy. Megan Connolly like couldn't finish the podcast, right? Basically, because it was about uh, what was it about Josh 
McDaniels? What I forgot what it was. She basically uh, insinuated that McDaniels had something to do with uh, January 6th. Right. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, that's not good. And all her Patriot contemporaries uh, weighed in on that. And like, whoa, what are you talking about? There. Exactly. Off the verified account. So everybody's yeah. like, oh, this can't be a joke, right? And then we had a civilian lose our Super Bowl contest. It was cash or splash and had to drink Harry's disgusting brother's bathwater. That he did live. Martin lost a bet. It was a fantasy football thing, playoff version. Um, he had to wear dirty masks on his head. Head. We picked him up from the ground, and now there's this. Right. This is oh, the latest. You, you forgot Did one. I this one. What oh happened? yeah, covered in glory. Brady Chastain oh, had course. to do the show in a sports bra. All right. So I don't know if any of those are what, what out of those, Mark. Which would you least want to do? I'm scared to say that because then you may make me do it. <laughs> no, the, ca- the cap is already stacked. The cap is already it's stacked. Okay. It's, it's uh, all on camera. There's okay. nothing added in. I'll probably have to say the bathwater. The bathwater is disgusting, right? God, see, yeah, I would. Yeah. My, I think in, in some way the more devilish move, Gunnels, mm-hmm. is to take something away from your life, not put something on mm-hmm. you. So I hope there's in there because I assume you're a KC barbecue guy, right? Yeah, big time. Yeah be great if you wouldn't be allowed to eat casey barbecue for the next three years and you had to and you had to i like switch. that it's not as visual as no we indeed like, right? but, it, but but the so, punishment yeah you know, one that right. w- that is visual that yeah. we were throwing around a lot on mm-hmm. last extra points yeah the shecky oh, and haircut so that's in there so Sheck gives you a haircut is in the cap of consequence I, I should mention the reason you lost this bet is you bet that there would be over one and a half sweeps in the first round of the nba Playoffs, there was exactly one, right? Yes, and it was exactly the team that he was and, not predicting to get swept. And it was the most like the most unlikely sweep out uh, of all the series I expected. I agree with you there. <laughs> You're not alone there. Everyone thought that would go. And uh, to far. be fair, and yeah. I don't mean to rub it in because I feel like on a straight up just mm-hmm. straight up bet like this, the capital consequences is a little severe. This is our second bet that we've made. Yeah. And the first one was, will the Lakers make the playoffs? So on two yes no type bets like this, yeah. I felt like it was time to invoke the. Cap. All right. And that was a good job by you. All right, you want to read a couple of these before you pick yeah. uh, the winner? Yeah. Or loser, as it may be? So how many options are there in there? Ooh, they look like about there. a dozen or maybe uh, ten. I don't know. They're looking like about 13 or so. All right, pull out two or three. Okay. See, let's see what he's up against. Here. Oh, brother. Now, this is not what you're doing. You're just, you're just, this I'm just, is, this yeah, is, this is okay. a warm-up. I'm just right. trying this to give you a sample. Yeah. Well, I don't okay. know. I'll throw it back let's in. Let's back in. I'll throw it back in this bad boy. Oh, okay. Fishnet. The Nets got swept, so he's got to put on some fishnet clothes. <laughs> really, it's just a shirt that's been wiped down with some store-bought fish. Oh, interesting. Okay. What would you okay, think of that? Yeah. I wouldn't hate that. All right. Would you hate I mean, more to wear actual fishnet shirt? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, so that's yeah. that. We'll do okay. that. All right, okay, so, yeah. all right, so hit. Yeah, so right. the net. The net well, I, don't, I don't know what's all in there, so it's hard for me to say. I know. Like Sweep it. floor, haircut from Dave. That's definitely in the hat. Uh-huh. Oh, whoop. Sweep floor. Yeah. Oh, because uh, swept. they got swept. Mm-hmm. All right, he's going to sweep your floor. No, okay. That's when I definitely, I definitely don't want that one. No. All right, haircut from Dave. All right. What's this one? Lemon pepper smoothie. Ooh. Mark has to drink a lemon pepper flavored smoothie either by chugging it or finishing it throughout the show. I think I would like that. 
Throughout the show. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, yeah, a right. lemon pepper smoothie? Yeah, try not to pick that. I wouldn't mind that. Right. Throughout the show, I wouldn't mind that. All right, I'll do my best to avoid that one. Okay. Why do fruits <laughs> and yogurts get all the smoothie fun? Right. I don't want, why yeah. aren't we turning mm-hmm. all of our favorite meats and cheeses into, right. into smoothies as well? Are you picking now? I'm picking. All right, this is the one. Shuffle oh, them up man. so nobody can say them. There's no nefarious all stuff right. going on here. Very exciting. Very exciting. All right. How excited, Dave, are you for the what prospect it, of potentially well, I'd cutting really, Mark's hair? I'd really like to give him a reverse mohawk. <laughs> oh, interesting. Just like it, it, it won't take very long. That's the good news. He does it. He turn cuts the buzzer on every day. And then it'll be over. But then what happens? You wear a hat, right, for two, three weeks? It's fine. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's what I'm All right. For. All right. Tick, tock, chop. Mark Gunnels is a KC Chiefs fan. Uh-huh. Let's reward Mark by letting him do something any KC fan would love the chance to do. Learn a Jackson Mahomes TikTok dance oh, and post nice. it on social media. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, Gunnels. Wow, wow. So, and it okay. says in the small print there, you're not allowed to say, I, I had to do this because I lost a bet. Right. You just have to post it out there and be like, hey, I want to get a little of Jackson Mahomes. And you have to have a Dave Damage given haircut while you do it. No. <laughs> okay. All right. No, it's, it's just a... It's just the TikTok. Okay. Not bad, right? Well, actually, I don't have a TikTok account. I know. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, we'll take that, care of that. That's fine. You yeah. just have to make the, yeah. a video in the vein of a Jackson Mahomes TikTok okay. and post it on your social. And so you're going to do this okay. in this room next Tuesday, the two of you. Now, Martin's got to, you know, he's got to okay it. So if you give it like a half-ass effort, he's like, no, go at it again, right? We'll be going side by side. Like, right. I, I'll have the source material. Mm-hmm. And you know what? How about this? You can pick the sideline TikTok dance that you do. It's got to be one of Jackson okay. Holmes's, but you okay. can pick the okay. one. All that, right. Because, I mean, because some of them, he's, like, kicking his legs up. That, I don't know if you can get your foot that high above your shoulders. Well, you know, I'd so. like to, you know, see him try. Okay, so whatever I pick, we'll have his version and my version next to each other simultaneously. That's right. Yeah, Same time. that's right. Okay. See? But okay. it's, okay. it's got to be one of the ones. One of the yeah, ones, yeah. you know, from the field. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And you know what? We'll let you drink the uh, lemon pepper smoothie too, if you want. If you, if you want. <laughs> okay, right. that's not that bad. I can live with that. This is I'm good. This is good. Check. I love it. I think it's. A, I think it's really good. And like I say, we have to make sure we apply that asterisk that he cannot be like. I only did it because I was required yes, right. to. No, no explanation here. Just no, like, I, look who. Ha- yeah. Look who's so happy about the Chiefs draft. You know, mm-hmm. like that kind of. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Get ready, Gunnels. The caption has to be like when the Chiefs take whoever in the first round. Yeah. And you know what? I, you know what? The thing I like about this, though, is Kansas City themed. So this is going to go viral. You know, this yes. is going to go viral. Oh, right? yeah. Do you have one of so. those satin Chiefs jackets like uh, Jackson? Yeah, we might get Patrick Mahomes to retweet it. Might, he might. That'd be great. <laughs> that would be great. Amazing. By the way, who are you? By? He's liking this too much, though, is a problem. I think. Uh, I don't know. Well, well I think it's still it's still embarrassing. Don't get okay. it, don't get it twisted. It's still going right. to be embarrassing. Right, we'll make it embarrassing. I don't think you guys understand the prospect of mm-hmm. having like I if they, if I lost and Dave had to cut my hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the one thing I did not want. <laughs> like anything besides getting my hair cut by him. I was like, okay, I'll live with Reach it. in there again, Martin. See if you can pull out hair. I beat another guy. <laughs> Gunnels, you got off easy. I once beat another guy, uh, a, a half man, half beast, in a in a head-to-head bet, and he had to get a perm and get it dyed red, white, and blue, right. and he had to go on that. that was oh, wow. Wow. 
Wow. All right. Yeah, All right. Yeah. So, Marco, that's going to take place, what, Tuesday? Next Tuesday. That'll take place next Tuesday. Live. I look forward to so that. So, wear some Chiefs gear. Gunnels. All right. I'm going to wear my Patrick Mahomes jersey. Yep. Weiss, Gunnels, Lemon Pepper Parlay, Shaq, minus three. Yes. With so Kevin Hench tonight. Yes. Recording. Uh, yeah. Check that one out. Nick Costos joined us earlier that in the was week. Great. He's always uh, He's always a good one. That's why he won the Shecky Award a year ago for our favorite non playing guest. I think he defended his title well. If you yep. want to listen to that, Megan Fun of Sports is out there. That's a fun one. She goes over draft etiquette and, oh, uh, against all odds tonight, we're doing it right after the draft because we're traveling for Harry's wedding tomorrow. Go to extrapoints.com slash arcade. Harry and Angie do the props. Uh, the winner gets a $430 money order from Harry. Uh, and that's that. So oh, that poor woman. Oh, she yeah. drew that. That's what she drew out of the hat when she had to go into the Catholic <laughs> yes, concert. Exactly. Mary Harry. Get yeah. married to Harry. Mary that- Harry. <laughs> game seven. We're traveling for game seven. They are yeah. for sure. Yep. All right. That'll do it. Uh, reminded everyone out there, please remember you may feel like underdogs, but you're all my favorites. It's the truth. See ya. <laughs>